BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hey, gang, it's the 4th of January, 2024. I'm getting used to saying that. Uh, today, Thursday, poll question at Smirconish.com. Do you agree with Mitch Daniels that a major economic and social crisis is inevitable? By the way, please follow this podcast. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you who vote each and every day on the poll question. I've always liked Mitch Daniels. I guess his proper title today is President Emeritus of Purdue University. I'll always think of him as the former governor of the great state of Indiana, 49th governor of the great state of Indiana. As a matter of fact, when he was reelected in 2008, he received more votes than any governor in the state's history. I've always associated him with fiscal prudence. I know that he left Indiana with a budget surplus. Reserve funds equaled nearly 15% of annual spending, and the state was able to attain its first AAA credit rating. Maybe that stems from the fact that he had served as director of OMB, the Office of Management and Budget, on the watch of President George W. Bush. He's often been a guest on the program, albeit not recently. Maybe we'll get him back soon. He caught my eye with a Washington Post essay that is posted on my website today and is featured in the Daily Newsletter. Pretty ominous headline. I surrender a major economic and social crisis seems inevitable. This kind of doom and gloom is actually a nice follow up to yesterday's poll question, which was inspired by Admiral James Stavridis, the former Supreme Allied Commander of NATO. Yesterday, I asked, which worries you most? You had four choices, China and Taiwan, the U.S. southern border, the Middle East, or Ukraine and Russia. A lot of voting, 26,247. I was surprised that coming in the first position, first selection with 35.1% of votes, Ukraine and Russia. I thought it would have been the Middle East or the U.S. southern border. I mean, consider that with regard to the Middle East, yesterday's headline talked about how dozens of people have been killed, more than 200 others wounded in explosions near the tomb of former Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps General Qassam Soleimani. You remember that guy taken out on Trump's watch? This was during a ceremony marking four years since his assassination. I don't know exactly what the death count ended. I think it was in excess of 100. Uh, Then there's today. In the New York Times, following up on that, American, Israeli and Lebanese officials insist that few parties want Israel's war in Gaza to become a wider conflict that engulfs the Middle East. But the assassination, and then it talks about of Soleimani, uh, brings the United States closer to the brink of a regional war, which the Biden administration has tried to stave off since Hamas's deadly attacks against Israel's Israel on October the 7th. Uh, noting that so far the United States, here's another related issue, has held back from retaliating against the Houthi bases in Yemen, in large part because the U.S. doesn't want to undermine a fragile truce in Yemen's civil war. So the point is, 
Things are percolating in the Middle East. That was not the top choice, however, of that which worries you most. It was Ukraine and Russia. Uh, From Mitch Daniels, to get back to today's poll question. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. From Mitch Daniels to get back to today's poll question. He begins this way. On the list of words in danger of cheapening from overuse, think focus or iconic or existential. You have your own favorites. Crisis might rank near the top. A foreign policy article in 2020 urged some crisis caution, listing healthcare, housing, energy, drugs, education, marriage, police violence, and others as declared crises that might not fully qualify for such an extreme label. And then he notes, a host of prognosticators coming from diverse disciplinary directions seems to think something truly worthy of the term is coming. They foresee cataclysmic economic and social change dead ahead, and they align closely regarding the timing of the crash's arrival. Unsettling as these forecasts are, the even more troubling thought is that maybe a true crisis is not just inevitable, but also necessary to future national success and social cohesion. When I read that last part, it reminded me immediately of Jeff Greenfield, the multi-Emmy award-winning journalist, sort of a a soothsayer and a a political truth-teller. I just thought of that on the fly. I just really like Jeff, and I think that he's got the ability to see around corners. And I remember Jeff Greenfield writing, perhaps for The Atlantic, a year or so ago, on the subject of whether our divisions truly end at the water's edge. Do we really unite against a common foe? Do we rally around the flag? And his conclusion, as I recall, and I'm spitballing here, was that only when we're directly attacked is that the case. Think September 11. Think December 7. Anyway, so Mitch Daniels is saying, hey, we might be headed for a crisis, but it might be the only way we unite. And then Daniels gives us examples. He says the causal diagnoses 
differ somewhat. Looking through a political lens, James Pearson in Shattered Consensus observes a collapse of the post-war understanding of government's role, namely to promote full employment and to police disorderly world, a disorderly world. He expects a fourth revolution around the end of the decade following the Jeffersonian upheaval of 1800, the Civil War and the New Deal. Such a revolution, he writes, is required or else the polity will begin to disintegrate for lack of fundamental agreement. He also wonders whether it'll be economic, meaning that we're going to have a major economic crisis, and he makes reference to the national debt. Well, just yesterday, it was reported, we had it in the newsletter, that the U.S. national debt topped $34 trillion, trillion with a T. I think that's more than burgers are sold by McDonald's, crossing a critical milestone at a time when government spending is already under scrutiny. So that's how he frames the issue. And that's why I'm asking the question, do you agree with Mitch Daniels that a major economic and social crisis is inevitable? I noted that the comments appended to his Washington Post essay were largely critical of Daniels and saying, hey, you know, you and Republicans like you drove us into this ditch. Quote, Republicans like Mr. Daniels pretend that it is Democrats who created vast deficits without actually ever acknowledging that it is Republicans who authored those deficits and Democrats, by and large, who reduced those deficits. That's another perspective. Go vote at Smirconish.com. Do you agree with Mitch Daniels? A major economic and social crisis is coming. Leave a review of this podcast and thank you very much. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.